Yo, I'm building my own dream. All because y'all said I couldn't. We come so far, still ain't enough. Had to go on. Now this ain't from love. Can't win a team. The dance is day one. I'm building my dreams. So don't me up. She's fake, yeah. but it's okay. It's a beautiful experience. But um, yeah, we need to feel y'all's energy. I'm, I've been up here a lot today, and Brandon says he's not a public speaker. So we need y'all to like encourage us. This won't be a TED Talk. It'll be fun. I'm going to try not to curse in my parents' church. I've been doing really good today. I'll just say it. Like, I haven't, I haven't cursed at all. Somebody got their phone plugged up in here. That's tight. <laughs> it's tight. It's tight. I just looked down and it's somebody's phone. I'm from the south side of Atlanta, like Riverdale, not Fayette County, but not Fayetteville. And somebody leaving their phone means something different to me than it does in this building right now. That's different. That's like, oh, that's like come up. But, uh, you know, I've been redeemed. Um, yeah, okay. So, well, I've talked for a minute and a half, probably longer than that. So, we got a minute and a half and we're going to get started. I don't know who's counting. My math is off, but oh well. Um, Fuego, we good? All right, dope. I'm, I'm being serious, y'all. I need, we need the energy for this one. <laughs> no, no, not, not like that. Okay, so like, like that's cool. I'm, I'm grateful. I, I know, that's, that's all me. That's why I just laughed. I'm like, I didn't even specify. So I'm just saying, I know you just ate. I can't see the itis in anybody's face, okay? Like, I need y'all to be like, and if we're boring, just be like, you know what I'm saying? I did a, a stand-up set one time because I was hosting a comedy show, and a comedian quit on, or like decided not to come the morning of, and I couldn't find a replacement. So I had this like 15-minute gap where I had to like stand up and do comedy, and like I did it, and I thought I killed it, right? <laughs> No, I did kill it. It was funny. Whatever. I don't care if you believe me or not. <laughs> but um, I had the recording. I just hit record. I was running sound for the event, kind of like I'm doing today. It was like, <laughs> I threw the event. I was running sound. So I hit record. I'm like, if I bomb, whatever. But if I kill it, I'll have a recording of my first ever set. Right? I'm telling you this for a reason. There's a reason here. I'm also trying to, at, at, in, at the 10 mark, you see Brandon's just like, he's used to me rambling. <laughs> At the 10 mark, I'm going to stop. So I record it. I think it's funny. The crowd is, like, laughing so hard. But the recording only catches my mic, right? So I go to play it back for my best friend, like, a month later. I'm like, yo, it may or may not be funny, but I was basically talking about how much I hated her hometown. So I'm, like, ragging on her hometown because it was a terrible experience I had. I won't say the city just in case I offend somebody because some people who buy tickets are from there. Um... But I play it back for her, but you can't hear anybody laughing. And, you know, that makes half of the show. Because once somebody starts laughing, then the energy carries over, right? So she sat in silence for 15 minutes in the car with me like we're driving. And then it ends, and she was like, it was cool. I was hurt. I'm like, 
But they was going in, and she was like, I believe you. I'm like, no, 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 like you, it's only my mic. So what I'm saying, the point I'm making, I made it, is I need that type of energy to where everybody can feel. The room can feel it. I can feel it. B can feel it. Nell can feel it. Okay, cool, we there? That's the energy I need, right? All right, y'all still getting there. Okay. Um, B, you ready? Okay, you? Guys. I've been talking. You can talk, B. Uh, we just want to thank everybody. Um, the Holy Summit been, it's been a journey getting to this point. Um, so we just want to thank everybody for coming out. Um, my name is Brandon Boone. I am the co-founder of Build Your Own Dreams. Also the freshest man I know. Um, we, we, we hosted the Holy Summit. We're a creative agency. Um, we started off heavily managing artists, and we're slowly moving on to um I don't know. We, we do a lot. So we curate events. We curate experiences like this, both in the Christian space and outside of Christian space. Um, we still do business consulting, marketing for different companies and brands and artists. Um, and we're just a creative agency. If we have an idea that we want to do, we're going to execute it if that's what God's telling us to do. Um, so, yeah. We, if you're here, you've probably been to one of our events before. Facts. And if y'all seen me running around with my head cut off earlier, I, I apologize. We had a lot, you know, trying to, it's a lot putting on an event like this. Um, so if I didn't smile at you, I'm smiling now. Don't hold it to me. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. So, um, so we got the How to Build Your Own Dreams podcast. We started it a year ago. Um, pretty much we document our own journey. And it's our three-year anniversary. Y'all are here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> September is three years as a company. Um, build your own dreams. We yep. made it, B. Yep, and one year as a podcast. Um, we woke up one day. It was like, man, we need a podcast. It was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, but a piece, of, <laughs> a piece of what one kind of set us apart on the podcasting is um, we actually document our own journey um, on top of interviewing other creative entrepreneurs. So when we first started, like the first ten episodes is just us document our journey on building the company that we built in, a different um, lane that we're trying to build. So that's how we kind of started. And now we we just get to the point where we're interviewing other creative entrepreneurs. Um, but if y'all really listen, we really, like, we get deep on some episodes. The first it's not... episode is us talking about the biggest L we had taken <laughs> yeah. thus far. Yep. And then it's like every episode, this will be episode 22, 21. Every episode thus far, we've taken different L's. Facts. So it's on all streaming platforms and on YouTube. Make sure y'all check that out. And uh, yeah, you want to plug the merch? Okay, so the holy merch. Okay, shout out to Iz, our graphic designer. Shout out to Iz. We didn't know if y'all were going to rock with us this year, so we just got a tote. So if y'all sell these out, we'll drop some like hoodies this winter or whatever. So holy, we're trying to make it a lifestyle, right? Um, I don't mean that as a Christian thing. I know it sounded like that. Y'all said, amen. That's so holy. <laughs> That's nice. As a marketing person, I own a lifestyle brand called BYOD Lifestyle. And we're trying to turn holy into a lifestyle brand as well. Yeah, a holy lifestyle. No, no, no. That's good. I mean, I mean, I should be thinking that way. But <laughs> yeah, both ways, right? There we go. <laughs> both. Um, so. We got the totes. If you were VIP, you got one. But we got these on sale. I just want to give away one right now. So what you got to do, who here is subscribed already to the podcast? Anybody? 
you're subscribed to not the Winner's Circle podcast because y'all keep telling me, thank you, I'm grateful, but I'll talk about the How to Build Your Own Dreams podcast. Anybody? Oh, for real? Come. You got to prove it to me. You got to show it to me on your phone. Oh, for real? That's crazy. Oh, no service. I believe you. What's your name? Thank you for supporting. Okay, so real quick, we're going to give away um, a T-shirt at the table. We're going to give away, I'm going to give away some portrait coffee right now. Everybody shout out. Say portrait. Say portrait. If you don't know, Portrait Coffee is a black-owned coffee shop and roaster here in Atlanta. Food & Wine nominated them as the number one coffee roaster in Georgia, which is fire. They sponsored today, and they gave uh, the coffee that we were drinking out there. They gave our speakers some coffee. Um, this is their Tony Roast, named after Tony Morrison. If you don't know who Tony Morrison is, get hip. Uh, who wants a bag? Okay. Everybody who raised their hand, you have to subscribe to our podcast. Whoever can get service and subscribe the fastest gets the bag. Whoever can subscribe the fastest and show gets the bag. We're about to get started, so I'm going to just put this here. Okay, friend. What's your name? Did you really subscribe? Uh-huh. That's crazy. I respect it. I would have done the same thing. I respect it. Okay, you got your portrait coffee. Okay, so uh, we set up our merch table again. Build Your Own Dreams is a company, but we're also a lifestyle brand. So Brandon is wearing a BYOD shirt. See, clouds are our thing, right? Because we think the clouds are where our dreams start, not end. Um, if I can see it, then why would that be the only place I can go, right? Um, so... We have clouds. Our merch is out there. We send creatives to therapy. So every shirt that we sell helps send creatives to therapy. Um, so uh, you can't build your own dreams if your mental health is in shambles. I've lived through. I go to therapy every week, y'all. So this is, this is, this is a, I, I live through this. But um, we want to empower others to do the same. So visit our merch table. If you subscribe, we'll give you something. You'll either get a sticker or a T-shirt, depending on how friendly I, I'm feeling, or some coffee. So um, we're about to get started. We're going to bring out our special guest. Um, by the time we end this, y'all should all be subscribed to our podcast, right? Y'all fake, so I don't, I don't, I don't believe y'all because y'all fake, y'all big. There, there's no Wi-Fi, but I'm saying when y'all leave here, I don't know how, I don't know if I can trust y'all. Okay, so we're going to get started. Yeah, and Matt, you can put the, the session in. Yes, sir. All right, let's wait, do wait. it. Wait, wait, flip back real quick. I just wanted y'all to see how, how cute we are. <laughs> Brett is my dog. Okay. Um, all right, Matt, go ahead. So we're coming to the stage now. This is actually really freaking Facts. special for me. Y'all, one of my heroes agreed to come down to the south side of Atlanta and hang out with us. So not only is she doing this session with us, she's performing tonight. Okay. So I'm not going to make it ornate. Um, coming to the stage, we have Linnell Grant. Here. Here. What's up? What's up? What's up? Where y'all got me at? I don't know how y'all do y'all give and go. I don't want to get in between. Oh, man. Okay, now. <laughs> what's up? What's up? 
How you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling good. Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, hey, I don't know if y'all know, because uh, they putting it on, so they not going to brag on themselves, And uh, they probably ain't going to get their people mics to brag on them. Hey, these two are literally uh, doing their wildest dreams. Uh, you looking at two of our generation's uh, greatest uh, content cre uh, curators uh, and experienced curators. And uh, do not uh, be caught sleeping that you are experiencing uh, just the ground floor of uh, what will become uh, some of the greatest experiences in hip-hop in general and music in general. So y'all give them a hand, please. Appreciate that. Yo, appreciate that. Thank and with you, that, we're oh, sure. we going to jump right in. This is the... Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> you got to do, do the intro? I'm, I'm, I'm lit right now. Let's go. You know what he doing? Wait, are we good? Yeah. Because this is going on the internet, people. That's why we need the energy, okay? Yeah. Okay, so do that cheer again, and then Brandon can start because I cut him off, okay? One, two, three. Yeah. This is the How to Build Your Own Dreams podcast, and we live for the first time with Linnell Grant. I am Brandon Boone. I'm the co-founder of Build Your Own Dreams. I'm Aaron Knight. I'm co-founder of Build Your Own Dreams. And we with Linnell. How you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Y'all got me out here in Atlanta, and it's 85 out here, but it's like 110 back oh, home. Oh, yeah. So this is better. Fact. <laughs> I'm, I'm based in Austin, so I already know. I was oh, like, it's, okay, co yeah. it's cool out here. Yeah, no, you know that. Yeah, so we, I think we're going to jump right in. Right, <laughs> so I guess growing up, like, has you, like, have you always seen yourself as a producer, as an artist? Like, what was your dream growing up and how you got to this point? Hey, I'm not going to lie. What I'm doing now is exactly what I seen myself doing right. as oh, a kid. I, this is exactly. Now, I think that is, uh, that don't have to be everybody's situation, but... I feel like God revealed this kind of stuff to me. Uh, a lot of the stuff I'm doing right now, whether it's videos or music, this is the stuff I was doing in my room in middle school, in high school. Um, and then I became a teacher, and then I became a producer, and now I'm, being, I'm an artist. Um, but when God showed it to me, it was a multitude of things. And I tried to go and just uh, go teach. And like I thought, oh, I'm going to retire from teaching after 30 years, get my pension, do my thing. And I taught for one year, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do that, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then my head coach at the time, uh, the lady I uh, played for and I coached under, she was like, hey, you got three years. Make a plan and then make the move in three years. She said, after five years, you're going to get comfortable. You're going to get comfortable here, and it's going to be harder to leave because of everything that you have here. Right now, you young. You don't really need a whole lot. You and your boo just got married. Go. Go figure it out. Like, you can always come back to this. So I did. <laughs> yeah. I guess let's talk about that because I know a lot of times as you're trying to figure out um, or you're trying to build a dream, you get comfortable. Like, how do you not get comfortable? How do you break that and actually, like, start pursuing what you need to be pursuing? Uh, you lean into the frustration. A lot of times, a lot of times we get frustrated and um, we have a certain posture and disposition towards the frustration. Uh, sometimes the frustration becomes, cause, comes because you have met a creative wall. Like you've gotten to a point where uh, you know how to do a thing and now the further you go out, you don't know how to do that. Or sometimes it's a financial frustration or it's whatever the frustration is, lean into that because that's showing you where the next level is. The next level is right on the other side of the uh, frustration for sure. Nah, that's good. E, what you talk, thinking? Talk about a frustration. <laughs> this, uh, this, this summit is the byproduct of me and Brandon's last year of frustration, yeah. if you only knew. Yeah. So uh, for me, I want to know what keeps you inspired. I think that you have 
like I was watching on YouTube, like your journey as when you were talking about te even teaching, which I yeah. didn't realize. And then you were like up, you were doing, you were going to school at one point. Yes. You were teaching, you were coaching, coaching. and you were producing. Yes. What keeps you motivated? I think a lot of times creatives are like, they get that spark. You know, we get that spark and we start working on something. Mm -hmm. But then when you hit the wall the first time, you're like, oh, it's just a roadblock. I got it. You hit it a second time and you're like, ah. Mm -hmm. And so this is, I want to be very careful not to give y'all no uh, beautiful, eloquent, hindsight answer. Like, oh, at that time I knew that I was destined to be blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this was my origin story. And <laughs> man, please. Um, I just, as a, as a child, uh, my mom and dad told me, you can be the first female president if you want to. And I believed them. And that, uh, that encouragement and that confidence was enough until uh, God brought me to himself. And then now I have God confidence. It was enough until God, you know what I'm saying, brought me my husband. I get encouraged by him. It's enough until my, my homies that I'm surrounded by because the truth is, a lot of times, I want to quit. A lot of times, you know, man, I remember, we was in our apartment. Uh, we was in our apartment. I'm in school. I'm coaching. I'm doing all of the things. And my beats sound like they're supposed to be in a video game or on an ice cream truck. And I know y'all be like, no, that's good. No, that sucks. <laughs> and I was like, boo, like, boo it got 16-year-olds who making better beats than me. I'm 25 years old, probably 26 at that time. It got, it got kids who already at 16 been doing it longer than me. And he's like, and he, he gave me the real, he was like, but we knew that. <laughs> he, said, he said, but we knew it was going to be like that. But what it is right now is not what it's going to be. You just have to keep, like, pushing and keep moving forward. Man, before I made the album, honestly, I ain't have no intent on being no, no artist and no rapper like this. Like, I was going to stay in the production lane. And then the homie, she pushed me uh, to do one song because I was like, if I'm going to put a product out, people want to hear from me, so I got to make at least one song. So I made the song, bam. Okay, I did it. I did the rapping thing. And then she was like, <laughs> more. <laughs> and so, like, I would be lying to you if I said that it has always just been on me. So one of the things I would say is you do have to surround yourself uh, with encouraging people, the people that God, you know what I'm saying, have uh, called to your life to help you stay uh, motivated and encouraged. Uh, then the other thing is once you get to a certain level of maturation as it relates to your gifts and talents, you realize they don't have nothing to do with you, no way. So it, it don't matter if I want to write another song or not. God has orchestrated my mouth uh, to speak his word and to say things. So I got to do that. Like whether I, you know, I want to or not. <laughs> That's facts. Um, you mentioned your friend pushing you to do the songs, but was there like a, a aha moment where it was like, All right, I'm about to do this. Like this album, I'm about to create this project. I'm gonna drop it. Like was there a specific moment when you? When man, you listen. Okay, so, man, y'all, I got a whole nother album that ain't even the album I put out. Cause like I said, I was doing it to be a, like a producer. So it's various artists. Um, and so I did the one song. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put the one song out because people are not gonna want to hear an album of a whole bunch of other people. They're like, no, Neil, where you at? So I did the one song. And then it was like, okay, well, I can't just put that out and not have done something myself. So let me do five songs real quick. I'm talking about two minutes, two minutes a piece, five little quick songs, and I started writing. And now I will say, I do believe in doing things in excellence. I do believe in, you know what I'm saying, giving something your best shot. So as I started writing the bars, I'm like, oh. I'm ill. 
Oh, I forgot I got down a little bit. <laughs> and so I'm writing, I'm like, okay, maybe that was just one or two. And I'll tell anybody, I do believe I have a, uh, an amazing talent, but I believe uh, God poured out his spirit uh, and he wrote some stuff. <laughs> uh, the same way I feel about my beats. I feel like I, you know, I honed the talent and the skill, but I feel like God has really led, you know, a lot of the music. And so as it's coming out, it's like, oh, no, we have to do our due diligence here. Like, and, and, and my husband listening to him, and, you know, your boo hear everything. You know, they always around here, everything. So when he kind of like started looking at me like, hey, what is happening? I was like, I know. <laughs> and, and I got more. <laughs> and so they started, you know, uh, my husband and, and my homie Chris, they kind of started looking like, okay, well, now, nah, like, like, this is the project. Like, we need to do this thing. Uh, so I said it that way to like, help you understand that the data come in hindsight. Now I can confidently say, yes, this was the thing I was supposed to do, and it's amazing. But in the moment, it literally was just taking the small things that God gave uh, and, and, just, and just pushing forward. Uh, shout out to the homie that played the song in the car uh, during her, uh, her, her car joints. I appreciate that. <laughs> Again, I could echo that. We almost canceled this a month ago. <laughs> like, Brandon and Several I were times. like, uh, <laughs> It's because we, uh, we misunderstand the, uh, the importance of data. And we don't, we don't want to see it because we know it's not going to be what we want it to be. It's like, like, man, I know it ain't going to be the numbers I want. But you still have to do it. If you don't get the first set of numbers, then you won't know how to tweak or to change to do the next thing. You have to do the thing. It's only, we were just talking about this on the way over here. Sometimes you get analysis paralysis. Like, and at some point, you got to make a decision and get your data. Like, the homie is on my head all the time. She's like, no, just put it out. I'm like, no, it ain't the way it needs to be yet. She's like, just put it out. <laughs> Let them say it's trash. It's going to hurt your little heart a little bit. It's trash. <laughs> all together, say, it's trash. Okay, it hurt a little bit. All right. <laughs> now, move on. The first thing is not going to be, it can't be the best thing you never know. But typically, the first thing is not the best thing that you do. It's the first thing that you do. <laughs> um, let's talk about community. Yes. Um, because Brandon and I, first and foremost, call ourselves community builders. Mm -hmm. So everything we do, every iteration of our dream mm -hmm. is about the first build is community. Yes. So I feel like a lot of people, show of hands, struggle with finding the right people. Oh, only a few of y'all, okay. <laughs> y'all must be blessed and highly favored. Because <laughs> I struggle with that. And it's like, you think that, and, and this is something that I know you've experienced, but sometimes people are like, well, if I just get to this point, I'll have all the right people around me. The thing is, as you elevate, your needs change. So it's like, I have a ton of people who want to support me right now. A lot. It's not the type of support that I need. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you navigate, because I, I, we even just getting you here, all uh -huh. that, we've seen how you, you uh -huh. roll. Oh, man, come and on. And your people, you know, <laughs> yes. like, y'all, you have a, how do you get to the point where you build a community that as you progress and move and evolve, they go with you? Or if you leave a community, yes. you find the new one that you yes. need. Yes. Um, uh, when uh, reading the Bible, I think they call it uh, the book of first. And so wherever something happened the first time, that was God's intent. Okay? Um, so the very first community that we see is Adam and Eve. Okay? 
And so for me, that's very real life for me. My husband is my very first community. Um, and, and without going on a like very long tangent, I have to honor the rules that come with that community. That means operating under his provision. That means operating under his protection. And any time I have pushed up against that or gone outside of that, it has wreaked disaster every single time. Um, and, you know, he has to grow in his process as a husband and leading and providing, but I also have to grow as a wife and trusting and giving him the grace to do that. So that's my first community. Uh, and, and that includes our babies. You know, right now, uh, you know, they just take, they don't do much giving. Uh, <laughs> uh, but they are also a part of the community and they are a priority. Like these two groups of people are before everything else that I do. Um, and so more than I like, you know, choosing that, I just have to abide by the rules that come with that community. Um, and then when you reach out and you start like uh, having friends, I really strongly believe uh, God created us. And so in, he didn't create us to be here alone. If he created us with intention, then he has created people, uh, you know what I'm saying, to be around us with intention. I think that as women, uh, you're going to have to let some of that attitude go so that the other women can see that they want to be your friend. Like, you, you, gotta, you have to be inviting. You have to be inviting. You have to be approachable. Um, and so that your community can find you. A lot of times your community going to miss you because they are, they are looking for the version of you that God has called them to, but you're not being you. But you're not being you, so your community will pass you right by. Because it's like, I'm not trying to go be with that. You showing a certain thing, so they're like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah. But as soon as you start being yourself, they're like, oh, yeah, I mess with that. And then your community, so you got to be yourself. Um, and then the hard parts of community, which is uh, looking past offenses, loving people past offenses, uh, understanding that relationships have um, infatuation seasons. Uh, whether it's your homies and y'all get to be together every single day, uh, then somebody do something like, I don't know, go and get married or have kids or uh, have a business baby. And they just can't be in your face like that. But that's not personal. They don't have nothing to do with you. That's them doing what they're trying to do. Um, so just really leaning on uh, the biblical definitions of things is where I started this at, but also being yourself so that you can actually meet your community. Nah, that's dope. <laughs> clap it up, clap it up. Um, so building your dreams is like riding waves, right? It's going to be high points, it's going to be low points. And we talk about community being um, a good tool when you're at the low points, but for someone who's still searching for that community or still trying to figure out what that looks like, how would you, what would you tell that person that's still, like, at your lowest point, what would help them? Um, I believe in serving. I believe in serving. So if you're looking for a community uh, to serve your needs for uh, you personally or your business or you're not looking for a community. You're looking for people to do what you want them to do. <laughs> and that's not the definition of a community. A community is like a mutualistic environment, uh, not a, a parasitic uh, environment where they're just leeches. <laughs> um, so the first thing is you need to be willing to serve in whatever capacity. You don't have to go outside your way. Man, uh, uh, with my relationship uh, with my homie, uh, Chris, that does uh, all of my managing, she just has a gift of detail about caring about people. Like, she know the birthdays, man, she paying attention to the small things. And when I be trying to, like, really hone into that, it's a lot. 
And I'm like, man, I just don't have the capacity for all of them. Now I can get better, but I don't have the capacity for that. But I got the capacity to sit with you and talk with you till I'm blue in the face. I got the capacity to show up, pull up on you. Like, you just got to operate in your strong suit as it relates to a friend. You don't have to try to do something that you're not. Um, but you most certainly, community should, in your mind, entail you giving something to somebody else as well. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all, I got up here and said an hour ago, if you want something, reciprocity requires you to give something. Yeah. You know? Um, I think this is, yeah, I just... <laughs> I'm learning so much about you right now, and I see why I like you so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like one of the people that you see in the industry adjacent. You're like, I think I like what they're doing. And you keep watching, like, nah, man, she dope. And then you meet them in person. Because nowadays, you meet people on the Instagram way before you meet them in person, and you just hoping. you like, Lord, please. Boy, I be, I be hope my friends. Listen. Yes. <laughs> Lord, please let them be. Man, I walked up in here uh, yesterday, uh, and Aaron Daddy was up in here uh, setting up. <laughs> And he said, hey, uh, what time y'all think y'all going to be in here tomorrow? I said, uh, sir, I'm not running it, but I think uh, we come back at 5 o'clock. He said, good. I can keep, uh, save some money on my air condition. And I said, yes. It, it made me feel at home because that's exactly something my daddy would say. <laughs> so you, you see people on Instagram all of the time, and you just, like, hoping. You're like, Lord, let them be exactly what they're showing. And so, man, yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving Especially it. Especially with Christians. <laughs> Go on, hey, let's make sure we keep our podcast. <laughs> let's make sure we keep our podcast in line. Now, nah, let's go for two seconds. Hey, if you say you're a believer, then that means at all times you're witnessing to somebody. Oof. Whether you're opening your mouth, whether you're talking to somebody, whether you're just standing, we always witnessing. Now, we be having issues just like everybody else. A lot of the world thinks because we're a Christian, that means that we don't have problems and all that. That means actually... We have more problems, <laughs> but it is our charge to live Christ-like. And so just always know you witnessing at all times. You never know uh, uh, what non-believer can come to Christ uh, through your example. But I think a lot of times we discount that we're witnessing to other believers. And I think that, like Raymond was talking in the first session, there's a lot of people falling away from the church because y'all fake. You know? And, and weird. yeah my bro said weird and look again Brandon and I have said this we said this at the top we work on both sides of the industry we're both believers so we feel called this is the most explicitly Christian thing we have ever done I I just started a podcast with Wanda and Naj and it's the first time I was telling y'all earlier that I've been this public about my faith I'm not scared or nervous about it. Y'all just weird. And I'm saying y'all because we a family. It may not be y'all, but it's y'all. It's us. Christians be weird. Yeah. So even naming this a summit for Christian creatives, I want it to be really explicit because people just pull up to our stuff. But it's yeah. like y'all are witnessing to other believers, and a lot of people are leaving because y'all not doing it well. And I'm saying y'all, it's us. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's, it's us. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it well. So I'm like, I got to lean into this. One, I have to be what I want to see. And two, I have to encourage those who don't realize that there's an alternative, that the alternative is authenticity. It's freedom. I'm not perfect. I'm never going to claim to be perfect. I haven't cursed this whole time. I've been doing great. <laughs> Please <laughs> don't. <laughs> Please. My, my team has been like, oh, ee. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You okay, so 
if we believers, we got to read our Bible. That's what we, we got to do that because in our word, and I'm paraphrasing, but it tells us there are certain things that come from having the mind of Christ and the world will not understand it. Paul say, I speak in tongues with the best of them. Like I pray uh, uh, like the best of them. But we have to understand that we witness and we have to know what cause uh, for what. Now, don't get it twisted. If the spirit gets a moving on me uh, while you in my presence and God is saying, I'm going to give it to you in the most, you know what I'm saying, boxed way that I can. I ain't going to wild out on you. However, I do have to understand that certain things are come with the mind of Christ. And if I'm talking to a non-believer or a baby Christian, I can't uh, make them feel no way because they don't have the understanding that I have. Uh, what I need to do is edify teach, encourage, you know, something to keep them uh, drawn in. Because like you say, it's more than enough people following, falling away. And they falling away because they think people are synonymous with God. And we not. And we not. We falling. We sinful. We are not synonymous with who God is. But we got to do our very, 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 very best uh, to walk like Christ. That's good. Um, I want to leave room for Questions is that's cool with y'all. So I wanna I wanna um ask the last question. E, I feel What's like you already asked line? it. Not the last question. I mean it's gonna be some conversation. But I'm just saying I wanna talk, man. I'm, no, like, I'm just saying because I know the questions be leading to other stuff. That's right, so I wanna that's leave right. room for that. Um but I feel like you already asked it best. I'm gonna let you say it. I just wanna take a moment to y'all see how eloquent this man is. Huh? <laughs> Y'all are fake. This my dog, my business partner. <laughs> I ride hard for him because he used to not like to speak. So he said, oh, let's start a podcast. Mm -hmm. That's not how it went. I was like, Brandon, we should start a podcast. He was like, ah, I'll be your camera person. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Ninja, nah. Because <laughs> y'all see me, if, if you know our company, I don't know a lot of y'all. Again, we don't normally function in this space, so it's great to meet a lot of y'all. But a lot of people see me. I'm just the face of the company. I'm like the 20%. Brandon is the brains, the operating power, the muscle. He's the one who makes all this stuff happen. So I'm like, no, you have to be here so that we can encourage people. So one, I'm like glad that you you kicking it to me. But Brandon, you the one. <laughs> Two, I'm going to use this moment to highlight his breakout session that's happening right after this. Okay. Because he's... it's. Okay. it's <laughs> Chill out, man. Hey, come on. Matt, our marketing coordinator. So Brandon is a guru with finances. We made it. We I survived. We survived three years as a company. And I have to say survived because we started in the pandemic. We had investors. We have gone through hell in the last year and a half. And we still have money and we're still putting on events. Wow. This man is anointed. He wants to teach y'all for 15 minutes how to get your business in order, sustainable, whatever. So I'm just plugging that right now because he's the GOAT. And on the podcast, because you can't make the breakout session, you can hire him for a consultation. All right. Hey. If your homies won't plug you, then who will? <laughs> so, so here's the question. The question that we've been asking every guest is, what do you feel like currently is the most important uh, tool in your toolkit to building your own dreams? I think my answer evolves, you know, consistently. Right now, I think my answer to that is uh, the ability to forgive and, and move in that, right? So that's why I'm, I'm walking through forgiveness in a way that I've never known, and I didn't realize I needed that for business, but, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but. Mm -hmm. So, 
for you right now, it's like, you know, I think sometimes it's tenacity, sometimes it's flexibility, sometimes it's collaboration. What is it for you right now? The greatest tool in my toolbox right now. Oh, I got to get my brownie points. The greatest tool in my toolbox right now is my husband, Corey Grant. That's beautiful. Go ahead, Corey. Wave the at them folks. In my he toolbox. <laughs> I'm trying to butter him up. Uh, no, but for real, he is like like the chief tool. Um, he's multifaceted. Uh, he just, man, he plugs. No, nah, let me not say it like that. He fills all the areas. <laughs> This is the Holy Summit. <laughs> that's, not what, that's not where I was going with that. <laughs> My husband does things that he wasn't necessarily called to do. He does things that, I mean, he does from captions to making sure that we get to where we need to go. Like, for real, in manifestation, my husband is, like, the greatest tool, like, in my toolbox. You don't get me here. You don't see me without him. Um, and as an extension of that, I will say staying on my feet and on my face uh, in God is the greatest tool. This stuff change every day. What, uh, what I'm doing changes every day, whether it's a song or a post or whatever. And when you start building your own rubric and you start grading against yourself, uh, you can create a sliding scale. You can create a sliding scale where you can make it whatever you want it to be. You can create your, your own narrative about whatever anything is. That Bible don't move. God don't move. And so, like, the greatest tool is always, like, looking at yourself and then placing that back against, like, what God, am I being Christ-like today? Okay, I'm, I'm reading the word. Is it digesting in me? Like, what did God say about this? Okay, I, I have to change in this area. And then to your point, like, the, the next fire set of weapons, forgiveness, repentance, like, turning away from things, uh, uh, maturation, not staying uh, in infant state. Like, you can't keep claiming the same thing over and over and over again. Like, you have to, like, grow, uh, searching for more revelation in his word. You know, like, in a nutshell, like, abiding in Christ is the number one tool for me because today I'm a rapper. Uh, when I go home, uh, my babies don't care nothing about what happened at this summit. Like, I'm, the, I'm their mama. You know, I'm somebody's wife. I'm a friend. I'm a daughter. Like, I have to do all of these different things. But the rubric of God can get me through every single last one of those things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. I don't, I, I'm excited for the performance, but I feel like we just got a whole lot just now. <laughs> yes. Thank you now. No, it's my pleasure. Um, so I think we can take two questions. Today, we, the focal point was walking in your purpose. We didn't actually hit that right on the head, but I felt like we gave some of those things. So I would really like y'all to kind of ask questions. Denzel, you can come up um, in line with moving in your purpose, things like that. So we'll do one here. Anybody else? All right. All right. Okay, Mia got it, yeah, because if I start choosing folks, I'm going to choose eight people. The concert are going to be late, because you know, I don't like people to feel left out, you know. Hey, y'all. Uh, uh, so I'm Denzel. Um, my question is, the stakes are really high for us. Uh, my wife and I, we're both poets, but outside of that, we have big dreams and endeavors. And start an event for young people um, over the summer that will eventually build into a school, a Christian school. And wife is a doula, and there, there are so many, like, endeavors that the both of us have. The stakes are high for us. I'm a teacher right now, and my wife is a stay-at-home mom, so money is scarce. 
um, support is scarce. We don't have a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, in our space. So, like, how are how are you able to chase after those dreams, build those dreams, when the stakes are so high in our life for the things that we really, really need to be there for, like our children? Um, so I'm gonna give you like what I feel like is the abstract, which is, um, like I said, a lot of times we read and interpret how we want. So you read in the Bible, you read all these people that were called out or they moved into this or they did this, and you don't look at the context around what they did and how they prepared before they left. Or, you know what I'm saying, you hear about Abraham being called out, but you don't really understand. Abraham is a man of, like, he's a CEO of a lot. Like, he got cattle, he got, you know what I'm saying, a whole lot of stuff. So he can't just get up and go. They got to make preparations. When God called um, uh, his people out of Egypt, they literally made preparations. They gathered things. They packed food. They ate. And so before you move, you have to make preparations. Like, it's a practical thing to do. And it's very uh, in line with God. He does miraculous things every day through preparation. And so, like, that's the abstract, you know, of, of how you move when the stakes are high. You prepare. If the stakes are high, then you cannot afford to not prepare. Uh, the second thing in a very practical uh, way is to focus your attention uh, on the thing that has the possibility to yield the biggest results, okay? Um, and you said you're a teacher, and uh, this is just uh, my situation. When I was teaching, uh, like I said, I was uh, coaching, I was teaching, uh, and I was in school. I maximized every moment of free time that I had. I was uh, at the desk making beats, uh, right after school making beats, in the morning make like, it just for real was hitting, like, hitting it very, very hard in one place, like, trying to maximize uh, my time. And I say this not because at that moment it yielded something great, but when I left, I was, I was slightly confident, not real, real confident. I was confident that I had maximized all of the time. So not confident in where I was going, but knowing that I had squeezed everything that I could out of this place. And so sometimes we're trying to move prematurely. We haven't maximized that entire space. Like, it is a blessing. Do not let this world lie to you about entrepreneurship and all this stuff out here. This stuff is raggedy. It's trash. Yo. <laughs> the ghetto. Yo, it's raggedy out here. And so, like, uh, people that have uh, uh, real jobs, regular, regular jobs, that is a gift from God to help sustain your family. So before you leave a thing that God has given you that provides for your family, Make sure you know, like, you're supposed to be leaving it. Um, and so, like, you can't never give somebody the answer to their life, uh, but I can tell you to prepare and then also to maximize the place that you're at. Yeah. And I was just going to add, just, yeah, re respect the season that you're in. Um, God is definitely showing you something, teaching you something. You may not see it to five years down the line, but I'm telling you right now, um, he's teaching you something, you learning. Lay down the foundation that he's talking about. Prepare yourself for the next season. But right now, respect it. Be patient. Don't rush it. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen when it's time. When God tell you it's go time, it's going to be go time. Then it's going to be like, you don't want to be scrambling trying to figure things out. Uh, so respect the season that you're in. You should, I'm just going to give you all some context. Brandon is a full-time entrepreneur, has a two-year-old son, and his wife just quit her job to go full-time. So he's living in this right now. You know, like, like, and... To just be frank with y'all, again, our company has gone through hell. We're making no money. We have, we're not taking a salary. We haven't been taking a salary for months, and our biggest salary used to be $500 a month. So when I talk about, like, somebody who's living on faith right now, 
I think y'all should connect. Me and Denzel go to church together. But right. and don't be. Let me add this too. If you the season is, don't be scared to to hustle. Like if God, if you feeling like you quit, but don't be don't be out like you too good to go Uber or Instacart. Cause I did it all. I did it we all do. of them. Okay, bad, bad, bad. But for some of the other people who feel like sometimes they too good or I need this. Five thousand a month for me to quit this job or whatever. Okay, how much can you supplement that income? And then don't be too good to go Uber. Cause that's so, man, there's so many ways to make money. It's so many ways. That's what he's gonna teach y'all in the next workout. Session. So many there ways. Go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay, Mia. Appreciate it. Hi, my name is Jolinda. I'm seventeen. Say it one more time. My name is Jalinda. I'm 17, senior in high school. Um, I'm just. Yo, you're in high school? Yes. Thank you for coming. That's My sister lit. invited me. Yo, pull up to the merch table. I got something for you. Um, so I'm like starting to walk into my purpose and like what God wants me to do. And He's revealing to me the college to go to and the scholarships to apply to, but I'm not sure like what major to major in. So, like, how. How do you, like, keep going or, like, go through with your purpose when God doesn't give you every detail and stuff? He never going to give you every detail, ever. Like, if you could just let that nestle in your spirit right now so that you could go on confidently. <laughs> God don't ever give every detail. If he, if he did, then we wouldn't rely on him. So it's not, it's not even out of, like, being a mean God. It's, out, it's for our benefit. Like, at any moment, we are ready to fall away from him. And so one of the reasons why he don't give us all the details is so that we don't have all the answers, and we have to keep reporting back to him. So it's okay that you don't have all of the answers. Uh, everybody that got a college degree, raise your hand. All right, keep those hands up. Everybody that currently works in the college degree that they got, keep your hand up. Okay, okay. Wow, that's actually, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> I'm like, I know maybe two people working. Hey, what y'all pick? That's crazy. Y'all are excelling. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> y'all focus. Did you just graduate? That's crazy. Yeah, no, no, for real. Y'all must have just graduated. Did y'all just graduate? That, wow. Hey, Congrats hey, to y'all. Hey, shout out to Picking Well. Good job. <laughs> That's crazy. I have never seen that. Y'all girls are winning right now. I have never ever seen that in life. <laughs> Uh, the more what well, the story was supposed to be that <laughs> y'all done ruined the point, day, day. <laughs> that a lot of people go on to not to not work in the major that they picked, or they hey, raise your hand if you switch your major. Y'all had the same major. Okay, there we go. <laughs> we serve a good God. All right. <laughs> You're not the final version of yourself. You're going to change many, many times, but we serve a God that will cover you. Just like you're listening to him now for whatever he decides, whatever he tells you to pick, you just keep listening to him as he tells you to turn and pivot. Like, you'll be fine. Don't put so much weight, like, right now, because I, by the, by the, that's good, by the, by the fact that you are here at 17 years old, I can already see the makeup. The makeup is you put a lot of pressure on yourself about the decisions that you're making. So I want to go ahead and release you that you, you are doing what you're supposed to be doing. You are moving in the way that you're supposed to be moving. Don't, don't let that, that's the enemy trying to uh, paralyze you with the decision. Like, don't move in no fear. You good. Like, God got you. He's covering you. Go forth and make the decisions. And if he tell you to change, change. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. And now, that's good. 
And um, I'll just say I went through a similar thing because I was a creative. I didn't know what to major in. Um, my sister was like, hey, look at look into marketing. Um, cause it's you use a lot of creativity in marketing. So I would suggest to you, not saying pick it, but like just look into marketing, a uh, business um, degree in marketing. Cause um, me as a creative, I was doing music and all that when I was in high school. Um, I didn't know how to hone that lane of creativity. I was like, I don't want to major in nothing medical, no finance, none of that stuff. And marketing really was um, excited. I I didn't know what marketing was at the time, but when I started looking into it, marketing it was like, okay, I really. I really enjoy this. The older you get, the more pressure there is. Be free. Facts. Like, don't, there's no such thing as a mistake. Like, there's, there's mistakes, but everything is redeemable while we're still alive. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying be unwise, but when I was, I feel like I didn't really grow up until like two years ago. <laughs> like, like when I started, like you know, like lawsuits and like stuff like that yeah. start happening. You're like, oh, <laughs> like no, ew. for real. <laughs> like, ew, I have multiple lawyers now. Like, I, I like just grew up, but like, be free. When I was, especially like in my twenties, people were like, oh, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. There's nothing wrong. Nobody knows what's going on. I'll tell you, no. Right now, I'm at my own event, like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> like, nobody knows what's going on. Like, free yourself from having to have that, but also know that the freedom to, like, jump around, you'll, the older you get, the less freedom you have to move like that. Like, I just up and told everybody I was moving, like, a week before I moved because I'm single and childless, and I'll never be this free again. I know I'm getting married soon, amen. Hey, we praise God. Hey, we praise God. <laughs> we praise God. T touch and agree. Huh. Raise your hand if you're single. Touch and agree. Y'all okay. all, all right. praying for me, amen. So I'm just like, there's only so much time where I have this type of freedom. When I was younger, I mean, I took every job. I would go out of the yes. country. When my friend would be like, you want to go overseas? I found this ticket for $600. I'm like, I have $620. Let's go. <laughs> yep, live. Um, I went to live. Germany with $35 in my bank hey, account. You're wilding. <laughs> Facts. I bought the ticket. I had a place to stay. I had $35, and my mom was like, Aaron. She was like, I'm not into bailing you out, but here's $100. <laughs> so I had 135 <laughs> That's good. I'm just saying, like, it don't matter. Like, if you have, if you're here, it's because you have a mom or a daddy or somebody who can support you and cares yes. about you. Even with my rough relationship that I talked about with my parents, they're not going to let me starve. They're That's not going to so give me much. But they, if you fail all the way down to zero... All the experiences that you had in that fall is the way that you get built back up. So just live. That's for everybody. Just live. You trying to toe the line of, I got to do this because I want to be rich. Um, listen, <laughs> I'm rich in experiences. I done lived some life. <laughs> I ain't got a lot of money, but y'all, I done lived. Yeah. Just live. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I, I want to do some 
Does, we'll do one more question. We can do, do it quick. One more question if you're just like, I just really got to get this off. Because mm-hmm. Nell's going into sound check right after this. She's not going to come mingle with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and then y'all got to come to the concert. Also, I want to say this. If you're not planning on coming to the concert, come to the concert. If you are planning on coming, I'll give you a free ticket if you text a friend to pull up. Okay? Who's going to do that? Come on. All right, y'all fake. I All knew right. it. All right. She said, I knew it. <laughs> okay. Said, last knew question it. over here. You raised your hand. Wait, uh, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Donovan, right? Diamond. Dominic. Diamond. Diamond. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been calling Hi. Diamond, Hi. my bad. I just, for first, I want to say thank you for, you know, creating this whole thing. This has been definitely helpful. Um, I have a question. So I'm in the beginning stages of my music and rebranding myself. Um, I, I don't want to do, like, what most of the cellular artists do, like, you know, Different. What would your advice be for someone that came from Colorado to Atlanta on four different buses, traveling a thousand miles, living in a shelter right now, trying to get their life together? Like, what would your advice be for someone like me? Because I, I like, I, I'm just like, I don't, like, these concerts really open my eyes, and like, when I get out, when I leave here, I'm gonna have to like, you know, I'm gonna like talk to God, you know, and ask him about that, of course. But I just, I, I really want to know, like, what would, you, what advice would you give me? And, Hey, you know, one of the wildest things, and I haven't completely figured out if it's okay or not, but I don't listen to a whole lot of music. <gasps> I don't listen to a whole lot of music. And I thought I was tripping for a long time. Uh, and then Timberland and Missy, uh, they was doing the interview, and they said uh, whenever they went into making their albums and stuff, they didn't listen to nothing. Um, and I made the whole last album that I uh, made um, without listening to any music. And so the point is, uh, don't put so much um, weight on having to see what you what needs to come out of you from the outside. Like if if you went through the extent that you went through uh, to get here and to do what you're doing, then you have the motivation, and you probably have something to say about that. And just ride with that. And I guess what I'm saying is, if I can say it neatly, is, I don't even want to sound cliche, but you have a song on your heart. And you have music on your heart. And make that and then go from there. But I would be very leery about looking at something else to give you the answer about what you should be producing. I would start with what's already on your heart. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. This has been another episode of the How to Build Your Own Dreams podcast. Here. Our first ever live episode at the first ever Holy Summit. Yeah. With my new homegirl, no. Yeah, All right, now on. I'm go flying on. to Houston to sit on your front porch and talk since I know hey, you. Hey, hey. Like, that's my favorite thing is to sit on the front porch and talk. Hey, come hours. on. Hey, come on. And I will definitely talk with you uh, to a long extent. So come on. Y'all yeah. definitely welcome. Come on down. <laughs> Y'all, thank y'all so much for this. Again, y'all are in an iteration of Brandon and I's dream. We're super grateful. So I want to encourage you. There's food trucks. The vendor market is about to start. Go patronize the homie. You know, shop black. I don't know all the homies who are out there, but shop, shop. I I don't know if everybody's black. Shop local. <laughs> shop with the homies. Small, support small businesses. No, it's cool. Shop with the homies. Yeah. Um, the the food trucks are over to the right. My request is, if you leave, come back. 
Y'all gotta come see Nell turn up with the band. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But again, if you wanna, if you want a friend to come back, just tap tap in with Tia or Janessi at the door. I'll let them come for free if you text them here, like, hey, come, all right? So come back, tell a friend to tell a friend to come back. We're gonna turn up. It's gonna be a two-hour concert, so don't be late. Mm -hmm. But I prefer if you just stayed and hung out and met each other. Yep. There's a bingo card, okay? This is the last thing. There's a bingo card at the front table. If you win, you get a whole merch suite. You get a bunch of stuff. Oh, so whoa. the bingo card is like, find somebody in a BYOD shirt and get their Instagram. Yep. Find somebody in a black hat and get their name. Uh, you know, one question I didn't hear. A lot of questions that you get at these things is how, oh, somebody did. They say you asked about community. You're here right now Facts. with like-minded individuals. Facts. You're here right now with like-minded individuals. Everybody in this, in this room is here because y'all have something in common. This is where you stay and you network and you meet people who are doing different things and you start building your team. So stay, stay. Yeah, if you stuck, leaving doesn't fix it. Um, thanks, y'all. I don't have anything else to say except for mix and mingle. The concert's going to be amazing. I'm really excited. Do you got any other announcements? That's it. Appreciate y'all. Oh, his breakout session. Uh-uh, one more time. <laughs> the GOAT. Give me some time. The GOAT. Get, he's going to be in there at 515. Don't say, we gonna, I'm going to be going to announce it. We're going to announce it. He's going to be in the breakout room. Y'all go see the GOAT, learn about this money stuff, and meet some people. Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all.